Feels real good to be back, y'all. This is gonna be episode 38 of the STS Shooting the Shit Podcast. My name is Ernie C, the Gap to Genius. Welcome to Shoot That Shit. Shit the shit. You'll get the shit. Good morning, everyone. It's Ernie C, the Gaptooth Genius. You know what you're doing here today. It's the STS Podcast, episode 38. We're here to shoot the shit. I got my monster ready. I'm back. I know it's probably been about 12 days since we dropped the podcast. And, uh, man, I want to let you guys know why in a bit. We got a lot of of things to cover today. Uh, First of all, I want to thank everybody who tuned in last uh, for our last episode titled Kobe. Um, sadly, y'all, it's it's a reality. Um, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. One of the hardest episodes that I've ever had to do with my guy Irv. Um, it's settled in, man. It's really um, we've seen tributes all across the world. We've seen our first Laker game. We've seen LeBron give his speech. Um, it was crazy, man. It's uh, it's still surreal. It's still um, it's a fr- fresh wound. Something we probably as a Laker fan, as a, as a fan of anybody, you know. Um, as that as, of that magnitude, we're not, it's going to be a long time until we really um, accept that Kobe's never going to, you know, like Kobe's gone, and we're probably never going to see another athlete like this. And uh, I hope you guys tuned in to our Kobe Bryant episode. It was one of our biggest episodes to date. It was a top three episode um, ever. Really proud of that. Uh, I hope you guys are. Uh, all the returning listeners were back. We're gonna try to get back to course. Um, go back, get get things back rolling to where they're supposed to be. Try to be as normal as possible. And um, yeah, welcome to the STS podcast, y'all. Returning listeners, the show is nothing without you. I appreciate you so much, new listeners. This is the show. This is where you need to be at every week. This is the STS podcast. Make sure you follow us on the STS podcast six six one on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all our news on there, all our links to our episodes, past and present. Um, I think our top three episodes so far are the I Love You Three Thousand, the Nipsey episode. Episode and the Kobe episode followed by my guy Wes. I was the second episode ever. So we're here making strides and um, eclipsing milestones. It's just sad that it does have to be tragic instances sometimes. But hey, um, we're going to keep the show rolling. And uh, I appreciate everybody who tunes in. This show is nothing without the listeners. Make sure you guys follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, SoundCloud. Uh, subscribe to us. Make sure you um, give us a review. Just tell a friend. Whatever you can do to get the word out. It's much appreciated. Man, uh, since the last time you guys heard, uh, man, since then, I'm 29 years old now, y'all. My birthday was on February 3rd. Uh, we had a lot of things going on. Uh, we had a, let's see here. Sorry, we got a little overload here. Let me just get this out the way. Let me fix this now. Because I do not want to fucking have an overload while we're recording. Um, yeah, I t- turned 29 years old. Uh, beautiful thing. Another 365 days of life. Really appreciative of that. Really appreciate all the love. Uh, we're going to that right now with the shooting the shit segment. We got a lot to discuss. We got a lot of wrestling to catch up on. Little Wayne dropped an album called Funeral. Uh, I got a little boxing uh, event that I got fucked over on. But I'm going to tell you guys all about that. Uh, my birthday week was awesome. Uh, we had a raffle going on. We had an XFL coming back. So I want to just um, make sure everybody... Uh, Stays in tune for that. My guy, the deal season, let you guys know what you gotta do. Now do me a favor. Let me in here. Me your segment. This is where we um we shoot the shit with no specific topic or objective in mind. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm not here to change your beliefs. I'm just here to give you my opinion and just tell my truth. And we got a lot going on, man. Especially since our last episode, uh, with the Kobe episode, I was just on one topic. We just stood on one topic. We didn't do any, you know, we didn't have the DOC telling you what you need to do. We didn't have any shout outs. We didn't have anything of that nature. Uh, but we definitely need to go in 
to our topics today. Um, we're going to, man, what, what I've been doing, man, so we had a start of a new semester. This is going to be my last semester at Taft College. I'm really excited for this fucking semester. I'm, I'm, it's, it's been, it's been work, man. It's been, it's been a grind the last, uh, almost a month into it now. I think next week's a month. And, um, Man, I've been really trying to study my ass off. We got three classes we'll try to knock out. My last, my last math class is biology class, and we got this one fucking credit student development class. I probably should have took like fucking five years ago to be honest with you. But hopefully we get this knocked out. I'll be graduating May 18th. Everybody who's still on this school grind, keep grinding, y'all. This thing right here is gonna pay off. We're gonna make it. I promise you guys. I know sometimes it's um it's 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 uh, it's never ending. Sometimes we feel like we're gonna um you know we're overloading ourselves, we're stressing ourselves out. Um and it looks like the you know the tunnel is never gonna end, but I promise you there is some light at the end of that tunnel. Uh, I met some cool people already who gonna help. Who we've been helping each other out. It's funny now, you know. I think I got a lot of young cats in my class, and I'm probably the oldest. I'm 29 now. So I'm sure I'm the fucking old guy in the classes now, and that's okay, you know. I don't think there's no there's no there's no age limit to this thing. But I told them too. I told these young cats, I'm like, yo, you guys got to get acquainted now. Uh, introduce ourselves because you know what? We're in the trenches right now. We're going to, us four are going to have to really depend on each other to get this shit done. Because I know with these classes, you got to really interact and you got to, you got to mingle with your peers. So we got to get that shyness and that fucking whole anti-social vibe that we got going on in the world now. Get that shit out the fucking window, please. Because we're going to, I'd have to pass this class. I'm going to pass this class. Um, the last couple of days, man, I've been really studying. I've been meaning to get a podcast off, but we have so much shit going on right now. Like, I got these classes going back to back, and I didn't have time to make a podcast. So, I'm it's, what, 7.30 in the morning right now. I'm hoping we're going to drop this today. It's February 11th. We're going to drop this. You're going to get a fresh podcast today. I just say, you know what? I'm going to wake up a little early, drop my brother off, do a little lifting, and I want to get a podcast knocked out before class. So, it's been fun, man. It's been a grind. It's nice to see um, the 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 light the end of the tunnel biology is a bitch yo biology is like man there's so much material you need to learn and memorize and it's 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 a grind but I believe in myself a lot I'm really confident I know if I apply myself to anything I could do anything that I want to do so it's been it's been a grind y'all it's been something really um it's been real fun uh it's been a challenge uh, driving up the taft gets kind of old but hey I think we all need that time to be alone and just kind of figure it out. And my dogs keep barking, you know, I'm sorry, I know these, I know you guys be hearing this damn barking in the background, that's why dogs be super overprotective of the yard, don't know what's going on, we got new neighbors, new dogs, they're trying to show who the fuck's boss right now. Um, so speaking of this, let me tell you guys what's going on here, so we'll talk about the new semester, man, I had, uh, I was supposed to do this boxing event, uh, shout out to my guy, you know, he's an alumni on the STS podcast, on February 1st, my guy Miguel Caveman Contreras won his 10th pro boxing belt big shout out to Miguel Contreras uh, really good performance I think he felt like his opponent um, really helped him to uh, get better and you want someone who's going to push you and make you you know give you that competitive drive and it wasn't really close but it was just a nice bout just to get you know go through the whole eight rounds and just to get that experience and I really felt Miguel was um, really pushed competitively he really showed um, what he could do and I think it makes him a better boxer when he's able to do that so shout out to Miguel Contreras um I know I was supposed to DJ this event y'all but man let me tell you a story I don't give a fuck if this get backlash or not um there was a promoter and his name is Repo Rick and I'm not gonna I'm not shy to how whole names in that whole names back you guys are definitely gonna get the exclusive here on the podcast um, his name was Repo Rick. Uh, we agreed on a set price, man. I gave him. A, I think I felt like I gave him a good deal. I charge a. I charge, a, you know, a good amount, man. It's more than hundred bucks an hour. And when you're getting about half that, fifty percent off, and you can't pay me the day before the event in full, we have problems. We we don't do business like that, especially when it's DJs. Um, DJs have a have a, a reputation of being treated like shit when it comes to boxing events. I think they just think anybody can play music, anybody can set the tone and set the mood for your event. So uh, me and Repo Rick had a had a good conversation on the weigh-ins, and um, we didn't see eye to eye on that. He didn't want to pay me the full price. I think uh, he was trying to shortchange me, to be honest with you. Wasn't a man of his word. Um, 
he hit me with some, well, you told Repo Rick that, but you didn't tell me that. Or you told Repo that, you didn't tell Rick that. Talking talking to himself in third person, um, talking down on me, didn't really feel like I was appreciated. So you definitely had to, at that point, ladies and gentlemen, in this business, you definitely had to hold down, hold your guns and um, stand your ground. That's when, you know, I hit him with the take it or leave it aspect of it. Um, you either pay me the full amount today or I will not show up my equipment tomorrow. And he took the ladder. He said, you know what? I'll find somebody else to do it, which is fine. And uh, I I think anybody who's um, who went to this show, and which was a great, um, great, uh, I think presented well in the aspect of good, good it was a good, um, good facility. GSA, the Dignity House, has a good facility there. Uh, it's really, um, it's, it's a great size for this type of events. Um, I wish there was better music, better sound. If you really, if you listen to it, if you ask anybody who was at that show, they um, felt like it was really um, shitty sound. The microphone wasn't uh, where it needed to be at. It just um, wasn't a good overall uh, presentation with the with the with the audio. Um, whatever, whoever the hell he got to DJ, no diss to that guy. His speakers weren't weren't ready for that size of a venue, and that was what I was really disappointed. I felt like um I could have gave the people a Bakersfield a good show, and I was robbed of. I felt like I was really robbed of my biggest gig, um, my biggest gig ever in my DJ life, and it's just one of those things, you know, when you grind as hard as I grind, uh. You grind for gigs like this, for opportunities like this, and it's just, um, it's just sad that someone uh, like Repro Rick, who has a reputation of fucking people over, um, does that to you. And he he robbed me my biggest gig, and uh, if I never get the opportunity again, I'm honestly okay with that. It's not about the money uh, with me. Sometimes, you know, I'm I'm okay financially. I didn't. I think he thought, uh, you know, and I I, have, I salute him in the aspect of uh, he was able to get my name on the fly, on the flyer you put my logo on all the you know the big um posters i respect him i do thank him for that but i felt like uh i could have done t- tears better it, it, it would have been a great showing overall this audio and, and you know emceeing the event i had everything ready to go and i didn't feel like i was appreciated for that i prepped for this show did sound check took all my equipment down to gsa um did everything I was supposed to do as a businessman, as someone who wanted to do it, as a hungry um, entrepreneur, and and just, you know, and what I fucked up at, I believe I just had a verbal agreement. It was just all on text, which you agreed to in full. Informed him that I didn't need to get paid the day before, because um, I like I said, I think I said this on the podcast several times. I remember Snoop Dogg saying, "I'm not gonna do anything unless I'm paid first. You know, I don't go, I don't go into a building unless I'm paid in full. And I feel like you gotta take that, you gotta take that, um, that perspective, that 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 per- you gotta practice that in this business too, because I've been burned before, y'all. Especially when it's a verbal agreement. Yeah, I definitely need to get paid before. And I, and Repro Rick hit me with, well, if I pay you in full today, how do I know you're gonna show up tomorrow? And like, how dare you?" ever assumed that I would I would no show a gig. I have a great reputation, you know, I would never no show anybody. Um if there's if there's a verbal agreement and that date is set and you're in my calendar, I'm there. There's no ends, ifs about it. You know, family emergencies probably, but I have not had that situation ever. Um not happy with that, not okay with that. Um that puts my credibility and my dignity and my and my name on the line. This is what I do. DJing is how I eat. That's all I do to eat. Um so when I get I, I felt like again Felt like I got robbed for my biggest gig. Um, I still showed to support my guy Eddie. Uh, he ended up he didn't even end up fighting that night. Who knows why? There's a lot of conspiracy theories on why. Um, but uh, yeah, I still went. I still paid my money to get in the building. So when Repo Rick says I'm not allowed anywhere to show, I dare him to stop me. Um, I don't know. I think he's an out of town guy. You know, he's not from the field. And everybody knows I'm a stand up guy. I'm an honest person. I I'm good anywhere in the field. I have established that throughout my whole life. And it's not no tough guy shit. It's reality. It's called respect. I can go anywhere I want in the field and be and get, give love and show love. So I don't think if I pay my money, I'm gonna show up anywhere in there. And I know a couple of my guys have him as a promoter, and that's cool, man. There's nothing personal on that end. You know what? You you get your money. He he can put you. 
he's gonna put you in that and that um he's gonna put you in that position to succeed and that's fine but he fucked me so I, i'm not probably will never do business with that man again um i'm sorry for everybody who's really you know who, who look forward to this i promoted this gig a lot y'all i promoted this stuff um you know, to the day of, and um, I gave him every opportunity to uh, pay me the way I was supposed to be paid. It didn't work out, and you know what? That's okay. I learned from this, and uh, you know, I hope whoever gets the opportunity shines. I'm not gonna hit on nobody who's gonna be. Uh, I don't hit on anybody who gets who gets a spot like that. So we'll see what happens, man. But that's the reason what's going on. Don't want to be a negative person, but that's just the reality of the situation. Someone didn't keep their word, and I'm not gonna let anybody punk me just because um, they like to do that to boxers or they do that to everybody else. It's not gonna happen with me. And um, again, congrats to Miguel Caveman Contreras on your victory. Much love to my guy. Uh, speaking of victories, man, uh, Lakers got a win. Uh, to see that Saturday, or was it a Tuesday? I forgot what day it was. I'm sorry. What day did I go to this late game? I went to a late game, y'all. It was actually on the, it was on the fourth of Jan, uh, February fourth. Uh, it was day after my birthday. My wonderful girlfriend Asia got me a ticket, or got us a ticket to the to the Laker game. So surreal, man. You see all these Kobe tributes out there. One of my, one, it was a great game. I think LeBron hit five straight threes. He, the man was on fire. We got tacos. Um, that was my birthday present, man. That was the way I celebrated my birthday with my girlfriend. It was awesome to be at Staples Center. The energy was great. Um, just so sad seeing all these Kobe, you know, rest of, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant shirts. So I never thought, um, again, that's a, that's a sight I never thought I was going to see for a long time. I thought Kobe was going to be real old and, um, you know, he's going he's gonna to outlive all these legends. But sadly, it wasn't the circumstances. But it was a great game in Staples. They played, uh, who the hell they played? The San Antonio Spurs. So let's see the Spurs. And it was a good seat, man. It's not a bad seat. And Staples were in second level. Shout out to my girlfriend, man. She's done so much for me the last week uh, just to make my birthday special. And uh, definitely want to do whatever I can to make uh, this year special. We've been together for about four years now. Had our ups and downs. But you know what? We're going to be we're, we're in a great place. And I hope, um, you know, we, we get this right. And I know we will because we want to do that. And um, she's made, she made my birthday really special. And I really love her for that. And it was awesome, man. Um, my birthday, so we could go into that now. Uh, it was on February 3rd. I didn't really want to have a big birthday bash. Usually I have like a little together for to, uh, a get-together with everybody. We have a little, um, you know, we have a get-together. We have a party shit we get fucked up honestly <laughs> and um didn't want that this year man i had my god kids over i had my homies my friends uh, people who held me down i invited over we had and i you know i i paid for some food got some pizza and um just wanted to have dinner with those i wanted those i wanted my people at my table eat, eating with me who've been supporting me throughout the year you know my my real close friend my my real close friends um, it was beautiful, man. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we've been rocking since high school, so when we get all the gang together and just kick it and hang out, and you know, we have the kids around and just enjoying life, man. I'm really appreciative about another year of life. Um, not just because of Kobe, but had a lot of you know, had you know, people pass the last two, three years. That really realize that this life is real short, and we really gotta spend it with people that we enjoy being around. Um, and though I, I got a lot of love from my friends, man. I got a lot of love from my, my family. So to um, show them that I really do appreciate them. And I'm, I'm grateful I'm in a spot. I can, you know, say, hey, come over. Don't worry about shit. Just come over with your appetite. And we'll just hang out. Let's have a good time. Bring the kids. And it was a good time by people, man. We got a little faded. Uh, sipped on some vodka, some orange juice. I've been on my, um, I've been on my, uh, what the hell, those screwdrivers. I know I discovered those a little late on my screwdriver. Shout out to everybody who came through. Shout out to everybody who showed me birthday love, who uh, sent me a text, uh, who called me, who sent me a DM. Any way you guys reached out to me, I really appreciate you guys, man. I'm really grateful to see 29. Uh, didn't know... When I was a kid, man, I, didn't even, I, I thought 29 was going to be really old. I didn't even know what the fuck to expect. But now that I'm here, I'm really grateful for it, you know. And uh, 
I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep uh, making every year is better. I feel good. I honestly do feel good, healthy, mentally, spiritually. I feel really good. Um, I hope that, uh, you know, God willing, I get to see Big 30. Big 30, I think, was a big party that time. Um, just wasn't feeling it this year. Uh, just wanted to hang out. Like I said, I wanted to hang out the, with my friends and just do what I had to do. Uh so it was a good time. It was a real good time. I felt like a, a lot of love, a lot of funs and laughs. And I'm, this times I'll never forget. And uh, again, shout out to everybody who showed me love. And happy birthday to a mom. My mom turned 48 yesterday. Got a young mom's. Mom's turned 48 yesterday on the 10th. So we got to spend time with her on Sunday. Another year of my mom, and I'm really grateful for her. She, um, She's a real special woman. I love her with all my heart. I know she, she does listen to these podcasts. I'm wild on these motherfuckers sometimes. So, so mom, happy birthday to you. I love you all my heart. Uh, hopefully, God will we have many, many more. We're going to celebrate many more, many more years. I'm really grateful uh, to have my mom in my life, especially the way that you know our relationship is. I know some people don't really have great relationships with their parents. I think I'm in a good spot uh, with my parents. I had dinner with my pops yesterday. After the game at um, the BCHS game against uh, Tatchby last night. So that was good. I'm really I'm going to good spot all my parents. Shout out to my stepmom, Donna. All great women of my life, man. So it was it was really, really special. And uh, speaking of special circumstances right now, we got this great SYC tournament in Bakersfield, California for high school sports. And it's at... Um, I was trying to get my guy AJ on. Didn't I honestly forgot to ask him for an interview last night. Um, this is the first tournament of its kind in Bakersfield. Don't know. I don't know if they've done this in the past. But it may have been twenty years ago. But I'm not really up on the history of the game like that. At least in the local area. But this is a. Um, I think it's the Southern Yosemite League. Yosemite League tournament. It features. I think about was eighteen. I think it's 16, 18 of the best teams in Bakersfield. Um, and it's a, it's a city tournament. It's a beautiful, beautiful idea. And I'm glad it came to fruition this year. It's an open division, so the best play the best. It doesn't matter if it's division 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Everybody's in this tournament. And I'm really um, excited to see who the winner of this thing is going to be. My money is going to be on probably BCHS. They have a great squad. I checked them out yesterday. Um, they honestly annihilated Tatchby. Uh, but hey, when there's different, there's you know, tons of teams just better, and that's okay. That's that's how it is. Open division, just the team's a better team. What you nothing really you could do, but you can prep and prepare all you want. But when someone's just more talented, more athletic, that you take the L. Uh, my second runner up would probably be North. I really enjoy North. They're really. Um, they're gritty. They, they're going to do whatever they can to get that extra possession. They're going to put the bodies on the line. They're, and they'll sacrifice their life for each other. Uh, that's something that really you really want in a team. That really puts them above and over the edge, that extra effort. Um, they have the best uh, the best player in the, the uh the area right now, uh, Larry Atkinson, he's averaging a double-double, damn near triple-double every game. Um Great point guard with Mike. Uh, great coaching staff at North. Uh, shout out to AJ and Rue. Uh, they're really uh, they're, they're hitting on all cylinders right now. They're getting better. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, BHS again has a tough team. There's a couple teams. Garces beat Foothill yesterday, unfortunately. Garces is a good team, and uh, we gotta see what happens. We have a lot. Of, we got a lot of basketball left over. It's gonna be real interesting how this city tournament's gonna go. I'm really excited for this. Hopefully, it's something that we keep on doing every year. Um, shout out to everybody who put that together. Uh, North High has a beautiful facility. They're hosting the tournament this year, and I think they should host every tournament. Honestly, every big tournament, I think it should be at North. Their 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 their, um, their gym is great. It's it's wonderful. It's um. It's man, you guys. If you guys haven't been in there, go check it out. It's a real beautiful gym, one of the newest gyms in the field right now. And uh, again, I really think the kids need this. I think you want to play everybody in the field. It's really, you know, everybody really does talk about. You know, they want to be the best team. Maybe for this is really going to uh, prove that. And I know we you know we really appreciate. I know we all love these Valley Championships and these state runs, but this is going to be hopefully this is going to be up there with that. Um, what those? It's going to be those tiers. It's going to be in that tier of. Um, 
credibility. It's going to bring uh, some type of uh, it's going to bring some type of conclusion to who are the best teams in Bakersfield. Uh, and, and it's you know it's put up or shut up time for a lot of teams. And I really enjoy that aspect of it. Competition brings out the best in everyone. So we could do that. And also we have for ladies basketball. I'm sorry to say in the beginning, ladies basketball is also in this team. It's six. I believe it is 16 teams. So this is going to be a great time for uh, it's a great time for basketball in, in Bakersfield, Curry County. Uh, I want to see everybody. I uh, hope everybody comes out and support this, man. We really need the we need the support of the people. Without the people, we know it's not going to get far. We gotta have the fans in there. Support your local athletes, y'all. A lot of studs that we have in this fucking city, man. Basketball wise, and the ladies too. Go check them out. It's going to be a good time for um you guys to get it. You know, let's bring this back. I know everybody in this you know this county likes to support. You know, we love our baseball. We love our hockey. Let's give our ba- our, our basketball some love. It's a uh, um, we got some great people leading our men and women out there uh, who really sacrifice and put the time and effort that's needed to uh, make our athletes better, make our kids better. And I think that's what we need in the world right now. We need leaders. We need people who lead, like to lead by um, people who like to lead by uh, example. And I think we have a lot of that. Every coaching staff is great in the field. I, and I know, you know, I, records don't you need to, sometimes the records don't uh, don't matter to me, honestly. I think every coach, I've met a lot of coaches throughout this year, and they do well. And they are, they you know, they want the best for the athletes. They want the best for the kids. And the more uh, support we have for our parents and our families, the better um uh, Better for everybody all around, and uh, let's see what happens. I wish I would have got Adrian on to speak on this podcast. Really, he could have went. He could have went to it. You know, there's levels to it. He's you know he's a vet. He's a he's one of these coaches out here. Are really pretty. You know, he keeps Bakersfield first. So to hear his um opinion and the goals that he has for this tourney would have been great. Uh, we'll get him on next time. I'm sure. Uh, what the other thing I want to talk about was the Wayne album. Let's we'll switch gears. Let's go to music. Real fast, y'all. Give me one minute. My allergies are kicking my ass today. I don't know what's going on with that. Good God. Little Wayne dropped an album called Funeral. Um, don't know if you guys listen to it. Don't know if you guys even care about what Lil Wayne drops. I know he just dropped the Carter Five um, a while back also. This was one of those albums that... Um, it wasn't a pop-up out of nowhere, but it was definitely... Um, it was definitely something I did. I wasn't even aware of till like a couple days out. Um, let's let's just go through the let's go through the track list here. Uh, I think with Lil Wayne, man, you respect Wayne. I just seen his interview with the Breakfast Club, not the Breakfast Club, but um, I'm sorry, Drink Champs. And Lil Wayne's a legend, living legend. Definitely did give him his flowers while he's still living. Uh, I just think he's falling into that realm with Eminem. Um, they're rapping just to rap, which is okay. And what they do, they they rap better than almost anyone in the world. Um, but a lot of these songs, man, I I felt like and there's 24 of these damn songs. You know, there's this this uh, this album is long. This album is um is different. I really do enjoy the the features on here. I did wasn't mad at that at all. Just felt like um. I do it. It's a hit. I want to give you guys that now. Uh, Bing James hit. Clap for them was kind of like a shake your ass 2020 version. I wasn't really feeling that. I think he was reaching a little bit for that one. Harden was a good song. Um, I like Ball Hard. Bastard Saints Kid was good. Uh, Get out my head was okay. To be honest with you, To with OTJs was fine. Uh, Love the first four songs. Dreams is okay. Um, just felt like sometimes he was just rapping the rap though. He's and that means he's not he's rapping without topic. He's he's not he's not not saying you need to spread a message like some Chuck D public enemy stuff. Just incite me a little bit. And I'm not saying he you know, I'm not saying this is dumb rap, I'm not saying he's dumbing it down for the audience, I'm not saying anything of that nature. It just was a little bit long for me. I could've cut there's could have been about three, four songs he could have cut. It would have been a solid album. Um, do I hate it? No. I probably would have given it a thumbs up as a project because he's Lil Wayne and when he's rapping his own shit, he's one of the he's a top top five easy dead or alive. Um just was he's just in that Eminem boat, you know? I think they just rap to rap and it's kinda of, it's kinda of repetitive. So all these beats were kind of sounding the same to me. And I know they weren't, but 
they weren't exactly the same, but just had that same that same energy, and which is all you know, which is great. I'm, I'm not knocking it, but just not my style. Wanted something a little more substance, a little more. I don't know if it was time, but it was just something I really wanted to see. I wanted to see something different from Wayne at this time. Uh, the Carter Five, I kind of enjoyed that project a little bit more. Maybe it was a little my a little more diversity, a little more substance. I don't know if that was recorded um, over a period of time and they put when they bunched all these records together. It sounded like funeral was done in two weeks. Um, love the features on it, like I said. I love Little Baby and Big Sean when I do it. I love the J Rock verse on Big James. Um, you gotta have Adam Levine on there. There's some solid guests spots on here not saying this is a bad album um, definitely listen to it give me your opinion I believe that uh, I put a poll out and it was a 25 to 23 I think it's a dope this is a hit or give me that mixtape wheezy was the other option a lot of people want that mixtape wheezy uh, but again like, like Jay-Z said you want Jay's old shit you want that old Jay go listen to my old shit um, definitely uh it's worth the listen. I would definitely, you know, I'm always going to preach hip-hop. I'm always going to push the hip-hop agenda. So definitely take a listen to it. And uh, maybe, you know, that will change your, you know, change your perspective. But I'm, I give it about a 7, maybe. 7 out of 10. 6 and a half out of 10. Wasn't his best work. Far from his worst work. Um, I just got to see what happens. You know, I don't, again, I don't. I don't like rappers who just rap to rap. I want to hear a story. I want to hear some substance. I want to hear something that's going to push me mentally. And I know maybe maybe people don't look for Wayne for their mental, um, I don't know, that stability. Like, um, how do I say this? Uh, maybe they just don't look for Wayne to get some introspective, you know, be introspective to get to, to, to get that knowledge on them. Maybe they're not, you know, they're looking for Wayne to get party, get fucked up too, which is cool too, you know. But I think Wayne has so much more potential that he showed that he's shown his potential over the years. Um, I love, you know, I'm not saying I need that car three Wayne. This wasn't the Wayne I guess I needed. That's why he gave it the six and a half, seven out of ten. And uh, again, funeral's not a bad project. Check it out. Not his worst thing, uh, but I guess you could go your whole life without hearing it, and you're not gonna be having this big, uh, you're not missing out anything really special, and maybe that's not a popular opinion, but that's just the way I feel about it, and, um, we'll see what happens, uh, shout out to, um, Queen Dez and my guy Ricardo, I had a raffle plan for the, for the, um, podcast today, just wasn't, it wasn't gonna drop what I needed to drop, but I wanted to get this raffle out as soon as possible. I was pushing this. Shout out to everybody who entered. I think I had like 14 people into the raffle. I picked two people to win free hoodies, some EC3 hoodies, and um, it was they you know they were the lucky winners. Appreciate everybody supporting the DJ business. Support everybody who's supporting the STS podcast and getting the. Uh, and getting the you know getting the uh getting the word out it's really important to get that man when you get some free promotion or when you can get uh you know any type of publicity it's always a good thing y'all and uh, i really appreciate everybody who supports that everybody's been buying sweaters for me they're coming i've been getting orders every day and i'm so grateful for it man i don't really sometimes i don't feel fucking worthy man it's fucking crazy how people really support what i'm doing and they see that the grind is really uh this isn't something we just say it's really a lifestyle it's um, something I live by, something I will die for. And this is how I eat again. This is what all I do is just make, you know, try to make these podcasts crack. And I try to make this, these parties really uh, special. Um, that's why we definitely go by the um, the, t- the, the mantra of uh, trying to make your next event affordable and memorable. That's what I'm here for. So if you guys do have any event, doesn't matter if it's a quince, wedding, uh, family party, family gathering, backyard boogie, business event, I'm the man for the job. Catch we on every Saturday at the uh, at the Fresh Market, the East Side Market, right there in Kaiser. My guy Morris meets. We had a great gig on Wednesday or on Saturday. I'm sorry, Saturday was a great gig. Uh, shout out to uh, the Gonzalez family. Had a great gig on Saturday with them, and it was just um, sometimes you need that bounce back. I think the last few weeks, I'm like, damn, I feel like the gigs were good, but they just weren't. Sometimes I felt like uh, maybe they're missing something. So to have a good week of gigs is always a good thing. This week I have a gig at uh, Compton. I got a gig at Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon is one of these gigs that I'm really looking forward to. It's really something off my bucket list. Um, I was talking about that angel. This is kind of like my Madison Square Garden. I know it's kind of corny to say that, but it's up there. I always wanted to go back home, and Mount Vernon's home to me. That's like my, that's, that was a little guy. That's that was my spot. Um, that's that was my. Um, 
That's really what I was trying to be at, man. I want to do stuff like that. I want to get, be able to get back to where I came from. So I want uh, to do the Valentine's Day gig. It's going to be awesome there. I really, really, really am looking forward to that. I believe it's a father-daughter dance also kind of a mix, mixture there. And they, they're promoting the hell out of me. That's what I love, too. So I, I cannot wait to do that. Shout out to Mount Bird School. Can't wait to get to this next topic. Uh, the big country, I think Donald Trump tweeted this out the other day. You know, he was talking about getting Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. You know, he used to give his accolades. He's the number one here of all time. I only, I believe Pete Rose is like maybe a 15-time All-Star. Maybe, let me get the exact number. Because I don't, like I said, we're not experts on everything. I'm just really just aiming for, um, I'm just really just aiming for the sky here. Let me just look at this right here. Um, you guys know that P. Rose has been, um, he was banned from the game uh, back in, I believe, 89 for gambling on his team to win, mind you. Don't forget that. He was definitely picked. He definitely wanted his team to win every time he did better baseball. But we all know that baseball is definitely, I'm actually kind of right. He was a 17-time All-Star. Uh, he was Rookie of the Year, MVP for one year. Uh, he has 4,256 hits. Charlie Hustle, Pete Rose. If you, like I said, man, this is uh, the leading hitter in MLB history. Um, ben, I think he, man, I think about 10, 11, 12 years of hitting 300, which doesn't sound like a feat, but when you, it's a consistent, uh, he was on a consistent basis. You don't get 4,200 hits just being mediocre. Um, he's, he's cut from that same clock with some Hans Wagner, Ted Williams, uh, Jamie Foxx, uh, Joe DiMaggio, Ted Williams, just the art of hitting. Tony Gwynn, just being the art, just being an all-around great hitter. Didn't hit for power. He hit to get on the base. He hit to, um... But his teammates in positions they could take advantage and uh, win games. And yes, uh, we all know on every dugout there's um, uh, the golden, the, the the ultimate rule, the ultimate. Um, uh, I guess uh, how do I say this? Um, I guess yeah, the golden rule: thou should not bet on baseball. And um, man, I think times have changed a little bit. We have uh, MLB makes deals all the time with these with these um, betting apps, and now with the Houston Astros. Um, Debacle that's been going on with the with the cheating scandal is um if we're gonna let these guys continue to make a living why can't Pete Rose get in the Hall of Fame he's damn near eighty years old um Charlie Hustle he lived the game he loved he, he loves the game I was really happy to see him on Fox Sports one a few years ago talking about the game um we definitely need to make strides in that are we gonna put him in when he's dead uh that's not you know we gotta give him his roses while he's still alive yes he fucked up yes he uh he uh, did break that golden rule the game and i know sometimes you know we can't and some people feel like that's not um something we could really um forgive but we have to think about um i think i'll just based off the game man to have a hall of fame without barry bonds and roger clemens mark mcguire sammy sosa pete rose like damn that hurts the hall of fame in my opinion uh, i know we have a lot of old timers who don't who like to just who are really set in their ways, and you know he been on the game, and that's it, and he has to live with that. I do understand that, hundred percent. Just feel like Pete should get um get his just due, and I know we all seen the thirty for thirties. Well, that that Vanny did sign that agreement with Giamani, rest in peace, Commissioner Giamani, um was just for a year. Um, it's just um I don't know, and he had the president talking about it. I think it really is time that we allow uh, Pete Rose back in the Hall of Fame. He's the greatest hitter of all time. He's the greatest hitter alive. Why wouldn't you want to celebrate celebrate that? It's about that time we give him his roses while he's still alive. I'm all for that. I'm all for you know. I uh, know he was a manager when all this happened. Maybe ban him from the game in that aspect. He can't manage. He can't be in a he can't be in a role in any type of organization. I understand that would be something we you know what's what's come to a Compromise, maybe, um, but as a hitter, as a player, you definitely need Charlie Hustle in your baseball Hall of Fame. That's something I really, really hope that happens. Um, uh, we'll, we shall see. That's something that's going to be continued. Um, I wanted to catch up real fast, y'all, on my on the wrestling. I know a lot of people really like, uh, at least some of my friends who listen to this shit, they really do enjoy the wrestling. Uh, uh, I guess the segment of this, a lot of wrestling catch up on too. I think we left off on the Royal Rumble. Um, my prediction did come true. I did say you know Brock Lesnar is going to run through a lot of guys, and whoever eliminates him is going to probably be the winner. That happened to be Drew McIntyre. Uh, I felt it was a good Rumble. I know a lot of people weren't feeling Brock eliminating everybody, but it was kind of like what's going to happen. I think Brock had to do that. Um, 
Drew McIntyre, okay with winning. He's um he's gonna be he he deserves it. He's worked his ass off for a couple years. He's he's one of those guys who uh, got released back in the day, came back with a whole new gimmick, hungry as ever, looks in great shape, and uh, there was some good moments in that. I think Keith Lee really shined. Um, that stare down with Brock was awesome when McIntyre eliminated Brock. The stare down with Brock the whole time. Brock selling his um his claymore kick was awesome. Um, Edge Edge made a great comeback. Um, if you heard that pop, ladies and gentlemen, that pop means you know the reaction from the audience. Everybody was on their feet for that, and uh, you don't get that every day. You don't have that type of um that type of reaction to a lot of these stars today. So from see Edge is almost ten years removed from his last appearance in WWE. I was really feeling. That. There was some good matches. I literally enjoyed Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan in that strap match. Um, just a quick theory on my end. Um, I think they did the strap match just because they seen that you know AEW is about to do these ten, uh, this ten strap, this ten I guess uh, whips on live TV. So they said let's just take a little, let's just do that before they do. Let's take, let's still a little bit of the thunder. And uh, you sometimes you gotta do business. You gotta get the upper hand. You gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta do. You gotta try to outdo the next man. No matter as as much as they want to say it's a sprint and, and uh, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. They're they're paying attention to what AEW is doing, and I felt like it did kind of take the um, the aura away from the uh, the MGF uh, Cody statement that happened this past week with the ten whippings in public. Um, to have that strike match on Royal Rumble was a good look for them. Um, and the women's Royal Rumble, I was okay with them. Charlotte Flair winning. That Beth Phoenix did awesome. Uh, did not. I for, totally forgot that she was Edge's wife. Um, she, you know, for somebody who's a little past her prime, she did a hell of a performance. She got people over. That's what the fuck she's there for. <laughs> sorry, all my arms fucked me up today. I'm sorry. Um, that's what she's there for. And I really enjoyed her um, appearance there. Bianca Belair, great athlete, great character. I'm really um, looking forward to seeing more of her. Uh, I, I, again, I've been trying to catch up NXT as much as I can. Uh, I love seeing Shannon Blazer. I think it's going to be her and Lynch at the, or Shay, I forgot. I don't know if her last name. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, Shayna and Becky Lynch is probably going to be the route they go for WrestleMania. Um, I'm all for that. Uh, didn't really care for Ashka Becky Lynch, to be honest with you. I think it's been there, done that. Good match. Um, I'm Like I said, I think WWE is tears above any wrestling organization when it comes to uh, women's wrestling. They got it right. So I'm okay with um, Charlotte Flair winning. And if it's going to be her, Raya. Uh, 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 Rhea Ripley, I'm definitely okay with that. It's a fresh matchup, something that that's going to be really um, intriguing uh, when it comes to WrestleMania season. Let's see what happens with that. Do they have that on the NXT TakeOver show, or do they have that on the WrestleMania card? Um, I know we had this Lana and Rusev and Bobby Lashley debacle the last couple weeks, too. This storyline was horrendous. And now you see this past week on Raw, Rusev is um, having contract, you know, um, I guess the rumors are he's having contract issues. They kind of just do it away like it didn't matter. So we built up this whole fucking month of storylines, and it's essentially for nothing. So that's what kind of when you know the audience kind of the audience kind of feels um their 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 intelligence being insulted. Um, it's being mocked. It, and you never want that. It's a waste of it's a waste of TV time. It's a waste of build up. I think what they were trying to do with Liv Morgan and uh, Lana just kind of fell flat. Um, like a lot of those storylines right now, I'm kind of sick of the Corbin and um, Roman Reigns deal they got going on right now. I'm really enjoying, um, let's see, let me just think, I'm trying to think of all these uh, storylines. I think Alberto Carrillo and Angel Garza is a good matchup. I know uh, my guy Andretti got a 30-day suspension, so now they bring the Angel, Angel Garza in from NXT. Let me tell you guys, this guy, I think I said a few podcasts ago. Angel Garza is a star. He's gonna be a good. He's a, he's gonna be someone if they treat him, if they give him the right um, storylines and they push him correctly, um, he's gonna be a star in this in this industry. Um, he's a third generation wrestler. He's fucking has it in his blood. I'm really um, excited for Angel Garza. He came up as a good heel. Um, I don't know um, his. Uh, I forgot their damn name. I think it's Valina Vega. What the fuck her name is Vega? His manager. Maybe she has a stable coming. I'm really enjoying his work. I'm really enjoying. Um, Seth Rollins and his um his disciples right now the the Monday Night Messiah really enjoyed this story I don't know what the whole Buddy Murphy going into Murphy name changes about but um I'm really excited for that I'm not really um 
I'm not complaining about any of that nature. Um, let me see. I'm thinking of those stories here. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus uh, Ricochet at the at the Saudi Arabia show. Really looking forward to that. I don't think Ricochet is going to win, of course. Um, I didn't watch Monday Night Raw because I said, fuck, I need to stop watching wrestling. Just try to get a recap and kind of get off my chest and kind of get it out here for the week, uh, the for the for the wrestling recap we do for the podcast here. I'm thinking of other storylines right now. Hold on here. Um, don't know if Samoa Joe suspended, but seeing him off TV, I was kind of hoping him and Kevin Owens would have that same dynamic. Um, AJ Styles got hurt in the Royal Rumble. It hurts. Um, it, it really did hurt uh, Gallows and Anderson. They're really, um, the, the, the OC is stale without AJ Styles. I really believe Gallows and Anderson are really boring on the mic. And nowadays, you do have to be, you got to have some subpar mic skills to get the people interested in what you're doing. So, and that injury to AJ Styles, I hope he bounces back by the time WrestleMania comes. Um, but, yeah, Gallows and Anderson are definitely feeling um, the... Uh, the negative effects of that. They're not an entertaining group at all. Um, the Viking Raiders are not getting, you know, they're not over right now. And um, we have Betty, we have Murphy and Rollins as the tag team champs. How long is that going to last, though? I think Rollins, again, is a great leader of a, of a faction. Um, this is a spot he needs if he's done the title picture. Um, we got to see what happens. I think we do. If Bobby Lashley is going to have a new start, we definitely need to get the man um, a push. Um don't know if he's gonna win the you know I don't see him trying to win the U.S. title. That's kind of beneath him. I would I would want him. I would want him maybe in a in a feud with Brock Lesnar. Does Brock Lesnar lose a ricochet? Who knows? Uh, but it is time to get you know I do believe it's time to get a fresh face in there. Let's get the people what they want. We gotta get something new. That's what's so intriguing about this Drew McIntyre Brock um, rivalry rivalry right now because it's something new, and I think people really need that. Uh, let me think. I'm thinking about any other storylines that have been catching my eye lately. Uh, Randy Orton and Edge. Uh, it was cool to see you know Edge come back and um, you know say he don't he's gonna end his career on his terms. And Randy Orton comes out and fucks him up, gives him a concerto. And um, the next week, Randy Orton just has to he doesn't even say a damn word. He's booed out of the building, and that's awesome heat. You can't buy heat like that, ladies and gentlemen. Just you know, you have this athlete, you have um, Edge, who hasn't been around 10 years, and he gets annihilated on TV by, you know, Randy Orton, who's a babyface, and he turns heel. He destroys him. He, you know, he, uh, it's, it's going to be a great WrestleMania feud. That's what we need in WrestleMania. We need that. It's going to be a solid match. I'm not saying it's going to be a five-star match, but you have two veterans who are real, they're really smooth. They do their thing, they do their thing real gracefully in the ring. So it's going to be a beautiful art, um, a work of art come WrestleMania for Edge and Randy. Or and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, with AEW, I'm really loving what they're doing right now with John John Moxley and uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, they have the story right now where you know Jericho poked the fuck out of Moxley's eye, so now Moxley went back to Santana. Um, I think him and Santana have a match next week, and we're carrying on the story. Why? Because they're only fucking having pay per views every two months, every three months, every quarter. Um, so they do have to, you know, spread out this storyline throughout the weeks, and I really appreciate that. It's kind of old school. It's kind of a. Uh, it's it's God. It's so um, it's relieving. Honestly, it's like damn. We now everything's not in a rush. We don't have just one feud after another after another, just putting shit together, hoping it sticks. We have a story. We could tell that story over a period of six, seven, eight weeks. And I think Chris Jericho and John Moxley is going to be a great matchup at Revolution at the end of the month. Um. I'm really enjoying what they're doing with MJF and Cody. Uh, God, it, make, it really it fucking grinds your gears uh, sometimes with MJF. The man, uh, he whipped Cody ten times. I think that was a stipulation we talked about a few weeks ago on the podcast. Uh, to get a match with them, you can't touch him. He has to beat a Warlord in a cage fight, and he had to give him the ten whippings. So the ten whippings came first, and the man fucked him up with the belt. He hit that man ten times with the cinto. That shit looked like it hurt. You have Arnanison coming out, telling him, trying to walk him through it. Have his brothers come out, say, I'll take the rest of them. He said, fuck you. Um, oh, man, get to the side. You have his wife coming out. Man, it was awesome storytelling. Let me tell you guys, the AEW, it knows what they're doing. They're telling, they're throwing shit on the damn wall, and it's sticking because it's from them. They're not doing anything over the top. They're not doing anything really cartoonish. Anything, anything for you know, they're doing something that grown men would do. Um, 
And you want to see that. I think we're taking uh, wrestling a little more serious. I know they still got Orange Cassidy over there fucking doing the stupid little kicks, but it's over. You know, the fans love it. He's really, he's in, he's in right now. You can't really argue with that. You can't really, um, you can't really deny him right now. He's, he's, he's over. He's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. So I'm really excited for that. And, um, let me see what else with AEW I'm really excited about. I just love that they had their, you know, they're taking their time. Um, I don't, you know, I, I'm not a fan of these six man, eight man tag team matches they have right now. They have Kenny Omega still in these eight man tag team matches, and I really feel like you have to let the man um, be a superstar. Give him that singles run already. Uh, but then again, we still have time. It's still fresh. It's only been four months into this program. But I do think that Kenny Omega, he's a star. That's what we've we led to believe. We, we know we, he had his new Japan run. He um, is a fucking star. Uh, I'm tired of seeing my guy in uh, eight-man tag team matches. Doesn't really get to showcase his skills. Um, I don't know if they're protecting him. They're saving him for later on. Don't know really what's going on, man. I don't. I just so disappointed sometimes. Um, I impact too. I I don't know. And I'm and I'm and I'm, I'm okay with Kenny Omega and um, Hangman Page being the tag team champs. I'm really happy for them. Just think that you know. Omega is a single star. He is the star. I don't know if they need another title, maybe. I'm sick of titles, to be honest with you. WWE has fucking watered down that aspect of it, but maybe they do need a secondary title there at the AEW besides the tag team, the world championship. Um, who knows? Um, MJF is the best on the mic. I hope you guys really uh, uh, check him out. MJF, uh, he's a great heel. He lives his gimmick. He does not give a fuck what you think, and he's going to continue doing what he does to put asses in the seats. I really respect that. I'm really I'm intrigued on his character. His character uh, really, you know, people hate him, and it's a legit hate. So I'm really, um, I'm all for that. It's been a great time of wrestling. Uh, I know, uh, I think AEW, man, they just out, they blew out uh, NXT again. Almost had a million views this viewers this week. And uh, you got to respect that, man. They're, they're holding their own against the big dog right now. Uh, no pun intended. Um, let's see here. Uh, real fast. Let's get to the uh, XFL. Man, really, I've been hearing a lot of good reviews about it. I, you know, I DVR a few games, and it looks refreshing. Um, that, you know, they're not trying to reinvent the wheel, but they are reinventing it to a certain aspect. The kickoff returns are great. The, the, the I like the behind-the-scenes footage we get. Um, I like the extra point option they have. Uh, I love the, the redemption stories of a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys who were write-offs in the league. You know, they were some of these guys were second-round picks, third-round picks, who just didn't make it in the NFL, and they're getting their second chance at what the fuck they love to do. So any, you know, I'm all for opportunities. So the more opportunities these guys get, uh, the better for everybody. Everybody gets to eat. I'm really excited for that, and uh, it, it it sounds like everybody who really try to give it a chance really enjoyed it and you can't ask for more than that i think it was a good um it was a good week to start but again you gotta talk to me in six weeks a lot could change in six weeks uh hopefully they keep this up i'm a big you know i'm a big uh pro vince mcmahon guy so i respect somebody who fails and gets up and does it again uh they had two years to kind of get this together not besides 90 days i think the first time they did the xfl um they only had 90 days to get it right so they have it on espn abc fox it's a big deal spring football is here and hopefully they do well it looked like they had some good numbers in the stands 17 to twenty thousand people doesn't sound a lot to a lot of pro, you know, maybe NFL um, arenas, but hey, for an upstart league who just had their first weekend, not bad. Heard a lot of good reviews. I know um, a lot of people were actually enjoying this. I probably, you know, I think their biggest star, honestly, is fucking uh, Marquette King, the punter. Uh, I forgot what teams he's on. I think he's on the Defenders, maybe. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that. But he's the biggest fucking star in the league is the fucking punter. So I'm okay with that. Let's give these kids the... Time to shine. They have some um, coaches. I think, uh, let me see here. I, I see Norm Chow. He's on there. It's a legit name. Um, um, there's a couple guys on there. I forget it was the Bears coach, I believe. Um, damn, I can't. I'm just thinking of his name right now. Let me see if I can get some names out here real fast here. Um, let me just check something out real fast. XFL teams. Let me just see this real fast, y'all. Sorry. I just don't want to. Um, I just don't want to blow by this topic. Cause I really did um, 
enjoy this a lot. I really did enjoy what the what they brought to the table here. Let's see here with Dallas Renegades. Let me see if I have a Bob Stoops is the is the um he is the head coach of the Renegades. Is that what they call it? Dallas Renegades? Bob Stoops. He was in Oklahoma at one point. So that's a good name. Let me see here. Look at this real fast. The DC Defenders, who everybody's considering the best team so far that they've seen. Um, they are led by Pep Hamilton. Let's see here. Pep Hamilton. Do any, I guess not marquee names, but any names that we really, um, let's see here, recognize. I'm looking, I'm looking. Sorry, I'm just trying to just give everybody some love here in XFL who deserves the love. Let me just look at this real fast. Okay, so we'll go with Defenders. Now we're going to go on to Houston Roughnecks. Dope name. Really loving that. Let's see here. June Jones. I honestly don't know who the fuck June Jones is, but that's why we love the game. Getting exposure to guys who never got before. I like Sammy Coates. I remember him from Auburn. He's a good name. He's a, he's a name there. Let's see here. Connor Cook, Michigan State. He's on there too. I remember that guy. Let's see here. Let's see. A couple guys on here. I remember them. They they had no significant value to the league, to be honest with you. And that's no diss to them. There's so many guys trying to be, um, you know, there's so many players on these NFL teams. Um, LA Wildcats. I'm gonna have to probably catch one of these games pretty soon, y'all. They're real close. I don't, let me see what they play at. Let's see, LA the Wildcats. By Winston Moss. I remember Winston Moss. Yes, definitely. Let's see here, Winston Moss. Do I see anybody wild in this team here? And I hope they don't sign Kaepernick or or Antonio Brown. I don't see them doing that. I don't. They don't need names like that. I think they should definitely keep it to these young kids who are kind of right off who just need to get back in the league. Maybe it's going to catapult them back into the league. You really never know. Um, K. Kevin Goodbye is the New York Guardians head coach. I remember Kevin. Uh, Joe Horn. Good God, Joe Horn is still out here doing his thing. Maybe he is the biggest star of the XFL so far. Matt McGloin's out here. Well, I don't really care for, but you know, if you're a fucking Raider fan, you definitely know who Matt McGloin is. Charles Wright, I remember Charles Wright. Let's see. So definitely, um, check the XFL out. There's a couple names that you're going to recognize. I'm really hoping they, um, again, they only have, let's see, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. They only got 10 teams right now, which is okay. They're a startup league, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, more football. You know, America loves their fucking football, so I'm not really um, surprised that they're, you know, they're doing well. They're going to continue to do well, I think. Do they make it out the year? Who knows? Um, but I'm, I've seen a lot of positive reviews. There was a lot of good plays. It looked like a solid, decent football. It wasn't sloppy like the first time. And let me tell you something. The commentators... They were enlightening. They um they they really knew the game and it taught me a few things. So I was really happy about that. Um, so again, XFL came out, did their thing. Um, just a few notes before we left off. I'm okay with um you know uh my guy uh, Russell D'Angelo Russell went to Minnesota. Got exchanged for Wiggins. I know there's a couple more players in that trade. Let's see what happens, y'all. I'm really excited to see what Wiggins can do. He's not the man. I always felt the Lakers probably should have took the chance on him back in the day. I knew it was a lot of, you know, it wasn't ever going to stack up. But uh, I like I like Andrew Wiggins. I think he's a baller. He looked like he did okay. But then again, he have you know he's scoring these points. His team's down by 20. So let's see how Golden State reacts to that. Maybe he's going to be the third, fourth man there at Golden State now behind him. Um, Clay and um and Curry and Green, but they did um they revamped their offense a little bit. They revamped their team. Wiggins is a good addition. He's a better fit than Russell. I think Steve Curry even admitted that. So I'm really excited for that. I want to see D'Lo do well. He looks like he's back in Minnesota. He's with um with Cat and they have some ballers in that squad. So hopefully I don't know if Minnesota you know maybe they make a, a late season run. But uh, I think it sets them up beautifully for the future. Let's see what happens. But then I just wanted to shoot that out there. Really happy for that trade. Big trade going down. Um, Robert Covington got on the move. He's on the move again. Uh, I believe he's back in Houston. 
I think that's what the move is. I like Robert Covington a lot. He could defend. He could defend a couple positions there, and um, he's a shooter. He hit the three. He get the. He can get that that long and that long two. I really like Covington. He could. You know, he's gonna take some pressure off Westbrook and Harden. I think he's gonna get a lot of good looks from that position. So we'll see what happens, man. And I hope you guys get a good look at these hoodies, man. Make sure you guys hit me up for all these DJ EC3 and STS podcast hoodies. Um, we all got them on sale now for $25, y'all. It's really a great deal. Um, the, the, you know, the turnaround time is usually about three days. So um, just give me some time, y'all. I want to get those over to you guys. I really appreciate everybody um, showing me love on that. Make sure you guys follow the STS podcast at STS Podcast 661. We are here almost every week i know this last couple weeks have been crazy just had school going on um and everything we're gonna try to get back on course as soon as possible again follow us on the sts podcast 661 on twitter and instagram follow us on the um, apple podcast soundcloud anchor spotify iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find a podcast i promise you the sts podcast will be there we're gonna be here shooting the shit every week with you and i am ec3 the gap tooth genius we are out